Good morning. So proud of each of you for being here. Um, it, it, it reveals uh, that you're not drunkards and hungover. It reveals that you know how to mourn the loss of a Buckeyes game. Maybe a Michigan game for a couple of you few weirdos there, but that's, that's cool. Uh, no, I, I do have a specific word uh, that goes more into the declaration. So as you can feel, different service today, not the full band. Uh, we really felt like the Lord still wanted us to have a service today. And, uh, and really, we, we had an online Christmas service last week and did strictly video. Um, man, I, I do want to thank Jason, Josh, Lydia, Amanda, Nicole uh, for making that happen. And that was very special for us to do church in our homes. Um, but a, a, a couple things is today is really, we really wanted to focus on reflecting, intimacy with the Lord, some worship, reflecting on our year, and giving the Lord glory and credit and exploiting Him, uh, making Him famous, and, and, and bringing some testimonies and giving you an opportunity. I'm encouraged already just hearing what the Lord's done in a few of your lives, um, just, just already today. It's been a good year so far, amen? It's been a really good year so far. Um, but now, we're, what we're going to end the service with two more things. We're going to end the service with just a few declarations, and that's really going to be on you. Um, and then we're going to do communion. So, but I have this word, and the Lord, um, we've been trying to practice Sabbath a bit. And uh, so for Saturdays, for several weeks now, my family and I, we've tried our best to kind of set that aside the best that we can in what we're trying to do right now. And the Lord has had me in Psalm 63 uh, for a little while here. So if you could just go to Psalm 63, I found it interesting because I, you, you, there's some of you that came up with these testimonies. and There's some that came up like, man, I had an amazing year. It was the best year ever. I remember once I was having the worst year ever and Josh and Angie were having the best year ever. You're like, we don't know what's wrong with you, but our year was amazing. We traveled all over. We went to Danny Silk. We became on his senior leader team and all these things, right? All these breakthroughs. And, and I'm over here drowning in depression and, and uh, struggling with things that I didn't struggle with for years. And we're going through a financial crisis, like all these things, right? And, uh, and that sometimes happens. And maybe, maybe your year wasn't as Nicole puts um, what'd she say, rainbows and uh, sunshine last night? Um, maybe that wasn't your year. So I come to Psalm 63, that no matter what, I'm sure all of us to a degree had struggles. I see a couple in here got engaged recently. I see like all these breakthroughs, right? But maybe your year wasn't a year of breakthrough. Maybe it was a year more of brokenness or breakdown, right? And I know this, that the Lord, the moment like, there's this transition that, that once you reach that point of breakdown, breakthrough's coming. Like, on the other side of every valley is, is a mountain, right? And uh, we're excited to press into that in next year and the vision for next year, next week. Um, but Psalm 63, I think, kind of takes us through that journey that no matter where you've been and, and maybe you've had struggles, that our, our, our focus cannot be on the struggle, I heard a minister, and I think it was Bill Johnson, talking about when you give the enemy credit and glory when you focus more on what God hasn't done rather than what God has done. So, so here's Psalm 63. Now let's, let's, let's bring you to this, to this place where, where David writes this psalm. He's fleeing from Absalom, and he's running basically for his life, all right? He's, he's in a desolate, very cri um, critical place. He's in crisis. And then here's what he writes. Oh, God... You are my God. I earnestly search for you. 
My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. Is David in a pretty rough place there? In this dark and dreary land. But see, here's, he knows he's going back and he's drawing from a well that he has dug with the Lord. He's drawing from that experience, that cornerstone, that place. And here, here he goes. He says, I have seen you in the sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. I've seen you. When we're talking about praise, it's, it's our whole being that prays. So first we go with eyes. I have seen you and I've gazed upon you. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. Or the root word for that is shabak. Okay, shabak is, is this is this this word of praise our whole being praises right it's reflection and it's outward so it says that your unfailing love is better than life itself how i praise you i will praise you as long as i live lifting up my hands now we have hands to you in prayer you satisfy me more than the richest feast i will praise you with songs of joy my mouth i lie awake thinking of you meditating on who you through the night not focusing on my problem i'm focusing on god because no matter our circumstance no matter our year no matter the trial we had to navigate or may need to navigate when our focus is god and he's good it doesn't change our like our circumstance doesn't change who god is god will change our circumstance or at least our viewpoint or the grace to walk through it but god is still good and when that's our focus and our faith and our trust and our leaning and our dependency all of a sudden we can get through anything because we're unstoppable because we have an unstoppable jesus in us so it says meditating i lie awake thinking of you and meditating now our mind our mind is also fixed and praising the lord because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. Now, this is probably the one where Nick and Matt probably love. Like, now this is the part, if there's somebody against you, now here, here's where David comes in to say, all right, Lord, take care of them. We got some warriors in the room. And they're like, all right, that's how we do battle. But those plotting to destroy me will come to ruin. <laughs> They will go down into the depths of the earth. They will die by the sword and become the food of jackals. If God's for us, who can be against us, right? Whoever said that up here? Like, okay. Become food of jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear to tell the truth will praise him, while liars will be what? Silenced. I, I want to I share a story with you because we're got, about to fix on, on the hope. Listen, 2022 may have been rough for you. It may have been a struggle. There may have been challenges. You may be facing a current challenge in your life, your home, your, your, your heart's desire. There might be a challenge in that right now. But hope is here and his name's Jesus. And I love, I love going into a new year. It's like, it's like a fresh journal. Nicole got me a fresh journal for Christmas. And I love a fresh journal at the beginning of the year. And I begin to journal with the Lord. And it's a clean slate. It's a clean chapter. And, and it's, every day with the Lord we get to do this. But for me, my, my uh, being resets twice a year. When school starts and right now. And it's like fresh start, right? Now, every day with the Lord, we get to do that. But here's the deal. This is this, is this chance, and, and, um, and it's where our, our, our focus is. Now, let me, let me go to this here. Um, I'm sure Mike Hethcock, who was just here, who, who retired a lieutenant colonel. We have another colonel in the house. 
I'm sure they've heard of George Robert Hall, yes? He's a Vietnam POW, one of the longest documented um, times in captivity in, in, in war history. And uh, he was a pilot in the Air Force. He flew 196 missions. And seven and a half years, he was a POW. Five and a half of those years were in a small, tiny, little eight by eight box, cubicle kind of thing. And um, now here's where some of my golf lovers are going to just love this story. And I'm sure this is, um, Mr. Lewis might be where you most know him, maybe. Um, but every day in confinement, he would play golf, virtual golf, in his mind's eye. And every day for seven and a half years, he would play his local golf course. And he would play it to the reality of weather changing. He would picture himself gripping the club. He would picture and look at the ball, and he would hear the strike of the club to the ball. And he would do this every single day for seven and a half years. And he would play the entire course. He would get down on his knees, and he would look to see how that fall is on the green to see how he was going to putt. He would listen to the wind. He would do it such reality, more than any VR that we have today, he was doing this in his mind's eye every day. Now, here's, here's the cool thing. He hadn't swung a club. He had not physically touched a golf ball in seven and a half years. He gets released. He gets invited to the 1973 Greater New Orleans POW Pro-Am Open. Now, now, the colonel did have a little golf experience. At the military academy, he was the captain of the golf team, but now he's not touched a club for seven and a half years. He goes and he actually shoots and he plays a 76 to his true handicapped. The person that beat him was Jack Nicklaus. So here, here's the point of the story is, first off, it's like you could go so many things with coaching here, Mike. Like you could go like how you practice is how you play. You know, it's the battles in the mind. But the reality is that hope kept him going for seven and a half years, he focused on something he was passionate about. He focused on something that he enjoyed, and he took himself out of reality, and he took himself to a place of hope, a place of faith, and he played golf, and he worked, and he improved his golf game without touching a club for seven and a half years, and, and not to mention, he was on a 300-calorie diet a day. He went in 170 pounds. He was released at 100 pounds. And within a few weeks of being released, he played that handicapped. In your mind's eye, there's something. There's a story in the Bible where Joshua and Caleb, they went to, to look at the promised land, right? They looked at Canaan, and, and, and there were was, there was, uh, these spies, right? And they were all sent, but only Joshua and Caleb saw a land that was, that was worth pursuing. They saw the impossible because they saw the possibility of God. They saw beyond the circumstance. They saw beyond the troops and, and the, the, the enemy and the, the, what the, 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 the potential was going to be in this fight. And they saw the potential of the defeat. They saw the Lord would have them. And I don't know if you know this, but they were the only two that came back with that perspective. And then they, all of a sudden God says the Israelites complained and all this stuff happened, right? And then they go on this, year, this journey for 40 years in the wilderness, 40 years in the desert. And do you know the only two that survived out of those spies and that entire generation was Joshua and Caleb? The next generation took it. But they were the only ones from that generation, 40 years of, of wilderness, about five years of battle, and they were the only ones. It was their perspective that changed things. 
It was their mindset. In Romans 12, 2, it says that we're transformed by the renewing of our what? Our mind. So we're about to make some declarations, and we're about to go into, like, the last part of this service of, of declaring things. And even, like, faith is the substance of things hoped for, not what? Not seen. So we may not see this spouse in front of us right now that we desire as a young person, right? You may desire that. You're longing for that spouse. I, I have a really good friend, and, and I've mentored him on and off since high school, Patrick McKee. I just saw on Facebook he got engaged. And I remember sitting with him at Boston Stoker, making a list of what he wants in a bride years ago. And I know because he had that faith, and he wasn't going to settle. And, and I had him fixed up on a blind date in Chicago even. It didn't work out. Then he ends up marrying a girl. I think she is from Chicago <laughs> or, or engaged to. But even though we may not see it in front of us, the Lord has this plan. Hope's here. His name's Jesus. And, and I'm here to just encourage you to contend for, to believe for, to have hope for a better year, no matter how good or bad your last year was. I, I'm, I'm the chief of, of positivity. I'm like, Nicole gets irritated with me. I'm so positive. She's like, I just want to be miserable for a minute. No, you're not allowed. Jesus is good. Let's go. Whew. We're going to do this thing. 2023 is going to be awesome. 2022 is a drag. But 2023 is going to be awesome. That's just how I am. And, and I want to end uh, with just this, this one more thing of, um, of just declaration. Like we get to declare things and speak things as they are, even if they're not. We, that's the thing of faith. And, and I'm telling you, we, every year we do a vision board with my family. And we, we glue things. We cut magazines. I usually cheat and go to the computer and print off the things I want. And then we glue them to these boards. And last night we did that. And, and I pulled out last year's board. And I started looking. I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. I did that. We didn't think we were going to be able to go to our church in St. Lucia. But at the last minute, some things changed in the, um, the medical field to allow us to go. And, like, all these things. And Nicole's like, well, you had a great year. But I remember looking at her board last year. And, like, every single thing on her board came true. And none of mine did. I took 2020's board, or 2021's board, and just put 2022 at the top last year. Because, like, nothing happened. <laughs> but, Nicole, like, everything. Now, I'm doing, like, the opposite last night. She's, like, struggling. And, uh, but I, so no matter where you're at, we get to declare, and we get to go into this year with this clean slate. So if you could, maybe Josh could come up to the guitar. And uh, if you could just stand with me, and if you could get your phone out if you have a phone. Or if a journal, if you journal. I know we're multi-generational here. About eight, statistically 80% of you will use your phone. <laughs> Around 15% of you will use a journal. And the other 5% says, I'm crazy and they're not going to do anything. And they're just going to go eat pork and sauerkraut here in a little bit. I'm going to smoke a pork loin today. It's been marinating with, with mustard and dry rub overnight. It's going to be good. But here's, here's what I want us to do. I want you to reflect. And, and sometimes it's, it's that visualization. Like, like the Bible says, as, we delight, as you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll honor the desires of your heart. Now, that's not this free ticket that he'll give you anything you want. No, because when you're delighting yourself in the Lord, you're putting him first. Your heart is to adore him and to bring him glory. But it's impossible for him not to meet that when that's your heart to delight in him. Now, it may not be the timing, the way, the exact detail that, that you have in mind. But I can promise you this, that he will honor your heart's desire as you delight yourself in him. 
So what I'd love for you to do is just, and, and, and we may bring a couple people up here. Um, now we're probably not going to do that. I'll just declare some things. Um, but I'd love for you, I'm going to give you space for about two minutes right now, maybe three, just to declare some things over 2023. Next week, we'll, we'll bring out the dream cards and we have postcards we give out. We, we elaborate on this a little bit more. Um, but today, just, just in, for your own personal intimate time with the Lord right now, just declare some things. 2023 will be blank. You're declaring things. You're, you're putting it to paper. Habakkuk 2 talks about writing down the vision on tablets. And just like our vision boards, when you write it down, I'm telling you, the Lord breaks through. He knows that he sees the faith and just even putting that to paper or putting that to screen. Like he sees that and I'm telling you, there's radical things that, that take place. One time I did this, I, I put, I wanna go on a bear hunt. And out of nowhere, Steve Justice, who was singing today, ended up having a friend that invited us on a hunt to Colorado and free of charge, all we had to do is get there and it ended up being a bear hunt. I, all I said was like, like dreaming, I wanna go on a bear hunt sometime. And within that year, I get invited randomly on this hunt for elk and bear. If you write it down, I'm telling you, there is faith that the Lord will, will do something. It's, it's, it's radical faith. So we're just gonna give you a couple moments here just to declare some things. Maybe it's over your family. Maybe it's over your marriage. Maybe your home. Maybe your future marriage. I know we have so many young people here and, and I am contending for you for, for marriage, for, for re good, healthy relationships, healthy marriage. Some of you I know are contending and, and desiring babies. So those are the things, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's your kids or grandkids to be saved and serving the Lord. Just give you a minute here. thank you. And we declare that 2023 is just going to be great. It's going to be full of your goodness, full of your love, your mercy, your grace, your power. Lord, no matter what 2022 was, we declare a better 23. And Lord, may, though we may walk through, and at times may walk through a valley of shadow of death or darkness, you're going to be with us. You're, you're going to comfort us. You're going to be there. You're going to give us rest and peace and joy, Lord, and hope and faith. Lord, we, we, we look forward to just spending time with you this year, putting you first, growing in relationship with you, Lord, to, to see your face. Lord, just like David's cry in Psalm 63, that, that we focus on you. And, and another time that this one thing we desire to, to dwell in your house, to see the beauty of you, to see your face and to dwell in your house forever and dwell on your beauty, Lord. 
We thank you, Jesus. And we pray right now, we declare that you will honor the desires of the hearts that are here and watching online right now. Lord, let us first delight in you, and as we delight in you, that you honor the desires of our hearts. Lord, I pray for and suddenly moments, the but God moments. I pray that, that this region will be saved and know you. I pray we declare goodness. We declare uh, your grace over the school systems in this region, over the government, over leaders, over business, over economy, over health and wellness, God. Lord, we pray that there are hundreds of stories like James and Heather. We pray that, that, that literally there is a huge dent in cancer wards because of your healing and your, your goodness and your nature, God. Lord, we declare goodness over this land, over this ministry, over every home here and watching. We declare your goodness over marriages and marriages to come. Healthy marriages, marriages that are even broken and struggling right now. And, and in that dark place and maybe that valley, Lord, right now, we declare your life over them right now in Jesus' name. Kids that may not be serving you, Lord, kids that are wayward or, or prodigals right now, Lord, we declare life and that you will reconcile them back to you, Jesus, that you're calling your children home. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we can um, not judge, not condemn, not look down on others, that, but Lord, that we can be a light and reveal your love the way people need it around us this year, Jesus. Like Kirk and Pam, Lord, leading seven people or six people to, to you, Jesus through love and kindness. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. You're so good. All right, we're going to do our first act of faith this year as a church. Um, I forgot to take up offering and um, do any of that. So we're just, if you want to give, there's a black box out there, or just you, you'll figure out how to do it online. Otherwise, we're going to give you plenty of opportunity through the year to sow. So we're not going to do offering today. It's like third week in a row. We have faith to believe God will provide. So um, they're like, I had a guy at work say, man, been a big week for you at the church. Christmas Eve services, Christmas services, man, big year in the end giving. I'm like, yeah, if, if, our, if our budget depends on a couple weeks and we have to beg people to give into the year stuff, then we're probably not stewarding well enough anyway. Um, so if you want to give, give in your own way and figure that out. But, um, but we bless you. And we just declare goodness over um, our finances here over your finances, and that God will bring more than enough for us to expand the kingdom, reveal his gospel, and help meet the needs of the poor and needy. So um, at this time, we're going to close with communion. I'm going to ask Steve Bowen and Josh Haas. Their, their spouses can come too. There are other pastors. Um, and we're going to ask them to lead, close us out in communion. But we love you guys. Happy New Year, and uh, God bless you. don't have uh, communion now just raise your hand we'll make sure that somebody brings it to you I think hopefully everybody has it but if you don't raise your hand we'll make sure over here Emily needs one you know I don't know that we fully understand the significance of this in the early church the early Christian church this was so important that they would every time they gathered together they would take communion this is the body and the blood of Jesus. And so there might be weeks that they didn't have a preaching 
or sermon. They maybe didn't sing that week, but they would never skip a time when they got together of doing communion because it was that important. They never wanted to forget that Jesus gave his body and his blood. And so as we gather together, I don't ever want to forget. I would take a look, take out the, the cracker or bread or whatever that non-gluten thing is in there. And I want you to look at it. And I want you to think about this being his body. Jesus' body, which was broken for you. And as we get ready to take this, it's not just a symbolic thing. There's something spiritual that happens when we come into line with him. His body was broken so that we can experience healing. And so that as we take this, as we take his body, if you have any physical healing, any healing issues that you need, I want you to do this as an act of faith of receiving that healing. So, Lord, we thank you for your body. We thank you for your body that was given for us. And we receive the goodness, the fullness of that in Jesus' name. night we had a really great time of worship uh, in here just being together it wasn't a whole lot of folks but it was really precious and tender and I found myself last night just uh, just declaring over and over again thank you Jesus for remembering thank you Jesus for remembering every prayer that we've prayed every painting we've painted every note that we have played every message that we have spoken every person that we have served every school that we have blessed. Remember, 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 remember. And I just feel like that's what communion is all about, is remembering, is stirring up our memory, reminding ourselves of what Jesus has done for us. And uh, I would just encourage you, just as we're getting ready to take uh, communion through the blood, the word says, as often as you do this, remember. And so today I would just encourage you before take the blood. Remember what the blood does. Remember that it washes and cleanses. Allows us to walk in the light as he's in the light. And his blood continually cleanses us from all sin. If we uh, confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's what the blood does. The blood gives us right standing with the Father. The blood um, gives us the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon our lives because the Holy Spirit can land upon something that's holy because He has made us holy. We don't make ourselves holy. Jesus makes us holy only through the blood, always through the blood, never without the blood. So I'll just encourage us just as we're taking it, just taking it at your own time, but just, just speak out and say something like, Lord, thank you that I remember. And then just go through a list and, and just thank the Lord, remembering uh, what he's done for you, remembering the goodness that he's poured upon your life and your family, remembering what he's done in this church over this last year, the good things that God has done. 
deepening our worship and deepening our care and love for Jesus and expressing it through our lives and through the things that we do. So I would encourage you, let's just take and drink. And as we drink, let's remember, let's remember. As we finish this up this morning, I would like to um, invite um, our prayer teams to come up. If you don't know, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, this would be a great day to start out. We would love to introduce you to him. If you're online and you haven't met Jesus and you've never given your life, you never decided to follow him, just put a message in. We'll make sure to follow up with that. If you have a need, and, and if you have a need of, of healing in your body, if you have a situation that you've come up against in your life, we would love to pray with you about that kind of thing. And so um, if you have something that you'd like to get prayer for, we have teams up here. They have tags on. They're available to pray with you. Otherwise, Lord, we just bless these people. We bless this year. We thank you for a, a, a wonderful 2022 and a wonderful 2023 and many more to come. We bless everyone in here to go out and be a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.